try to picture the movie because <clears throat> this person auditioned for this film was rejected. It was like not good enough. Not good enough for the lead role. For for Jonathan. For Jonathan. <sighs> Hang on. <sighs> okay, go. You ready? Mm -hmm. Jeffrey fucking Combs. Not good enough. Not good enough for this part. Maybe he was drunk when he went. Do you know how bad? I still would have cast him. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. What? Because, I mean, we like to be nice to actors, but I'm, I'm, it's fair to say that the lead actor in this film's one of the worst. It's not a strong performance. It's bad. Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where two unlikely gorehounds delve into our horror movie notebook from college, in which we meticulously kept track of every film we watched in the horror movie section of our local video store in our quest to learn how to survive and to ensure we end up as, as the, the final, final girl. girl. Join Julia and Marion as we revisit the classic and obscure horror VHS we viewed and logged in our notebook, breaking each movie down one by one, geeking out over all the ghastly minutiae, and ultimately illuminating the path to survival. Hi. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Horror Movie Survival Guide. We're the first podcast from Indie Popcorn, recording here at the Circus. I'm Julia. I'm Marion. This is episode 49. We will be talking about 1984's Ghoulies. And this episode is titled, Toad Boy Needs Sweet Meat. For his turn. No, for his tum. <laughs> for his tum? Yeah. Oh. I wrote it down wrong. Sorry, guys. Fired. Yeah. Get out. Um, Sorry, Toad Boy. <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> the uh, the you you probably will remember this film from the VHS box art, yeah. which is where it seems to have branded itself yeah. into every In kid's their mind. Forever. Because you'll be like, Ghoulies, I've never heard of that movie. I'm going to be like, okay, you remember the box art? Where there's a ghoulie coming out of a toilet and he's wearing suspenders, and they'll be like, "Yeah, they like, go, oh, oh, that one." That because is, yeah. there's a ghoulie coming out of a toilet, and then the tagline, "They'll get you in the end." Now, I don't mean to be cruel, but was it not like poster first, movie second, or uh, some such nonsense? Well, the problem is because uh, I showed this to a friend of mine, and then he was like, "Oh, coolie wears suspenders," and I'm like, "No, doesn't actually wear it's suspenders cool. in the film." Yeah. and he was like, "Wait, what?" They like fake suspenders for the art, and I'm like, yeah. And he was very unhappy. They with lied. That. He's like, I'd be on board with this movie if the ghoulies wore suspenders. I'm right. also upset that there's no su actual no suspenders because no. this poster is life right now. So it's so good. So poster first, movie second, right? I'm, or some okay, so this version is, of this. This is Charles Band, who uh, yeah. schlocky horror film extraordinaire <laughs> genius, uh -huh. you know. And uh, yeah, it was probably yeah. so. Okay, so this movie, this is gonna blow your mind. Okay, this movie was made for one million dollars. Okay, it made thirty. $35 million. Unbelievable. But it's on the poster, right? It's because kids saw like the monster toilet movie. Yeah. Can mommy can we have the monster toilet movie? Please, every, please. Every kid in every video store across the world. So many angry parents yes. on a Friday night were like, I I'm never going to get that hour and a half back. Yeah. Like, I can't believe. Yeah. It, it's, it's rotten tomatoes existed. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Burned alive. It'd be but, but, you know, 34.9 less million dollars. Of the, um, <laughs> Something to be said for judging a movie by its VHS cover art. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. An art that has been lost. <laughs> I know. Yeah. No. Um, so, a uh, little little known fact, Ghoulie mm -hmm. means little monster in Persian. Oh, really? Did he know that or did I'm, he just... Perhaps. Know? Okay. It's um, a cool word. I'll give it that. So you know how I feel about uh, alternate universe casting. Oh, okay. And I have one for you. Okay. It's going to blow your mind. Okay. <laughs> All right. Try to picture the movie because <clears throat> this person auditioned for this film was rejected. It was like not good enough. Not good enough for the lead role. For For Jonathan. For Jonathan. Hang on. Okay, go. You ready? Mm -hmm. Jeffrey fucking Combs. 
not good enough. Not good enough for this part. Maybe he was drunk when he went. Do you know how bad? I still would have cast him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What? Because, I mean, we like to be nice to actors, but I'm, I'm, it's fair to say that the lead actor in this film's one of the worst. It's not a strong performance. It's bad. Yeah. It's not a. And Jeffrey Combs is like everything. Yeah. I can't imagine. And it's crazy too, because this role requires a lot of, you know, madness. Yeah. And kind of fevered, high pitch, you're so excited kind of acting, right. which is like, hello, you know. Jeffrey Combs. Right. But this guy gives it, he has nothing. He is from That's like so crazy. zero to three, this guy. Yeah. You know, it's like Jeffrey Combs is like zero to like 175. Numbers you don't even know about. Yeah. <laughs> Infinity. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's really interesting. Wow. So, uh, so watch the movie again. Picture Jeffrey Combs. But it mistake, could have been a whole different made. movie. Yeah. Mistakes were made. Yeah. Uh, but not in casting uh, Mariska Hargate. This is her yeah. illustrious film, film debut. debut is Ghoulies. Yeah, um, that's we, true. Also, uh, Jack Nance, who yeah. we all know and love. Complete uh, highlight. Like, I, yes. I mean, he saved me bunches in this oh, movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would just like to mention that he did this film and then went and did Dune. Really? <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Just FYI. That's so funny. Oh, oh my God. Ghoulies. That's so funny. You were talking about in the previous episode about Stephen Herrick just like all over the place. Uh-huh. I feel like that Jack Nance is that like actor form yes. where it's just all the things. It was like, yeah, I was in this crazy cult movie with toilet creatures. Anyway, David Lynch, you know, it's yeah. like so funny. Uh, so the director uh, of this film, uh, Luca Bercovici mm-hmm. and Jeffrey Levy, who wrote this film, mm-hmm. went on to do Rockula. Okay. Have you seen Rockula? I don't think I have seen Rockula. I really like Rockula. Do you? Okay. It's got Dean Cameron. It's got uh, Thomas Dolby. Okay. It's uh, got Tony huh. Basil. Oh, okay. It's like a musical. It's like a rock. It's Rockula. Yeah, you know. no, I think I got it immediately when you said you the title. You got yeah, it? Yeah. Wait, no, no, Rockula. Rockula. <laughs> you get <Yeah>. it? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There it is. All yeah, right. I okay. get it. So, uh, so Ghoulies. Uh-huh. Uh, so we open immediately. We got some satanic rituals. Yeah, Satan worshippers. Michael like, DeBar, rock star from yeah, the 70s. With like crazy green eyes. And he's like doing a ritual and he demands a baby for the ritual. Give me the baby. And so this woman kind of, and then <laughs> Jack Nance is just kind of hanging out in the back. Can I just call him Pete for the rest of the episode? I know. That's what I think too. Is that mean? Is that rude? No, because I, I just think, yeah, and whenever I see his face, I'm like, Pete. Pete. Yeah. Peaks. Don't drink that coffee because there's a fish in the percolator. <laughs> in the percolator. Thanks, Pete. Um, I might call him Pete a couple times. That's so. okay. Just sorry, guys. People, so prepared. we know. Um, so Pete's hanging out in the back. Uh, uh, he's also our narrator, which is great. Yes, he is. Um, so he's kind of watching the Satan worshippers doing their thing. Uh, he demands a baby to sacrifice, to finish up. And this woman sort of, you know, was like, no, you can't have the baby. And they kind of go back and forth about it. Because it always sounds like a good idea when you're pregnant. Like, oh, I'll give up the baby. It'll be great. But then you right. actually have the baby and you're like, eh. Not so much. Maybe not a good idea. Um, um, so she puts a medallion on the baby, which protects the baby, so mm-hmm. he can't do the ritual. Um, and it's then, his baby, by the way. Yeah, which I was not fully clear on in the beginning yeah, of the movie. They, but they make it, I thought they made it quite clear. It's like, oh, it's my, I like it's I my son. Clear about it. Oh, okay, maybe I'm Do they that part. mention it later? I don't know. I don't know. It's confusing. Um, this movie. Yeah. I mean, let's just be honest. <laughs> We're five minutes in. We're five minutes in. <laughs> what I'm the confused. hell is going on? Um, <laughs> Whose baby is this? I'm confused. Um, but basically, yeah. So she she sort of gets sacrificed instead. Like, kind of gets into it with him, and uh, uh, Pete escapes with the baby. Um, and then we have this voiceover where it's going to be like the flash forward, and the baby is now grown up, and mm-hmm. his name is Jonathan, mm-hmm. and he has showed up to this kind of crazy rundown mansion um that he has inherited recently uh and he shows up there with his girlfriend uh becky and we figured out that they're supposed to be in college right 
which was not clear when we saw them. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they are they he in particular <laughs> looks about forty. Yeah. And like they keep making these references of class, classes in school, and yeah. like, mm. and we're like, wait, I'm sorry, they're in college because I think I think it's a point we actually said that to each is other. Is he getting a doctorate? Like, I don't understand. No, and I don't want to be rude, you know, but it was very confusing. Yeah, was just... I mean, Jeffrey Combs probably wouldn't have looked much younger, but still, but still confusing. I I would give up the the age for the performance if you're like, oh, yeah. he's old, but they cast him because it's that guy. Wow, yeah. look at him go. Right? But no, there's none of that. Yeah, not really. Um, and so uh, he finds in the basement of it, basically like the the cellar of this place is where the it looks like to be where the Satan worshippers were doing this thing in the beginning of the movie. And he finds like a Satan book, right? Uh, and is like kind of into the Satan book. Um, and it, and it's sort of kind of like. Jack Nance is sort of now like the groundskeeper to this Wolf place. Wolfgang. Wolfgang is like the groundskeeper. And it's like a sad shack <laughs> sleeping in his like cowboy red flannel coverall thing. Right. Like he gets to be out there and like uh, there's, there's Jonathan like, gets this whole amazing place to yeah. himself and it's like 40 rooms. And yeah, there's all... like got to be a room in like the West Wing or something that he can have that no one will even notice him in. No, not for the servants. Spector, please. Um, yeah. Even though you raised me. Yeah. But, and you saved me from Satanists. But live in this shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so they, so basically he kind of finds the Satan book and he's like, hmm, Satan book. I should throw a party. And he does. And it is like the craziest assortment of goofball characters where... I can't tell if it's like the actors just had total and utter free reign to create any character and speak in whatever kind of voice you want to speak in. Mm -hmm. Like Toad Boy. Yeah. Because like the first sentence out of his mouth, we were like, I'm sorry, what did that guy just say? Like I... What did he say? He said, uh, Toad Boy needs sweet meat for his tongue. But he has this crazy voice. Yeah. And he just does it. And they don't really explain it. And you're just like, oh, this guy's so... Like, can you imagine hanging out with somebody who had... Toad Boy is their like alternate personality that they spoke in sometimes. Yeah, because it's like this weird like toad voice, I guess. And, and he like, just the, like that's his that's his personality. So and he the talks girls in a think weird it's kind of cute. Yeah, and endearing. And there's like that other guy who has this sort of like kind of faux private eye kind mm-hmm. of you know persona where he walks around in like the suits with the the call the long collars and there's like fingers snapping and slick back hair and it's like a bad Danny Zuko kind of and he just. It's like this crazy overmannered performance that, again, like other actors like Mariska Hargitay and the girl who plays uh, Becky, like nobody else is doing. So like everyone's just doing their own thing. And like there's those like the two goofball guys that are like totally drunk uh-huh. and just giggle all their lines. Those, see, those like, two guys are my favorite they're guys. They're fine, but it's just like every like there's no everyone's just doing their own insane yes. whatever. Like to, I guess it's free reign. And you're and it's one of those horror movie things too where you're like are these friend these people would, would they really be friends? Are these all hanging out together because yeah. I don't see Jonathan hanging out with Mike and Eddie who are like the total like the like Mike has the like anarchist dance number yeah or he's like like joints falling out of his pocket yeah. and they're all like kind of insane and i just realized uh-huh that that's uh arnold from fast times ridgemont high is it yes wow that's the same guy i think you're right yeah that just yeah kind of blew your mind we, right because we were so confused by this yes. movie we couldn't even place where we had seen that actor before that's so funny but I, he's he's giving my favorite performance because he's definitely. like definitely having the most fun yeah and just kind of off the wall and kind of a weird character you don't really see in mm-hmm. horror movies a lot yeah whereas i think also too i think the other kind of problem with jonathan as our 
kind of leading man is that, you know, the actor is just very stiff and yes. very kind of boring yeah. and very one note. And so all the more so when these actors are sort of doing this outlandish things, some of which are fun, some of which just seem like you're bored and you're making bizarre choices. Um, this actor's kind of doing nothing. Yes. Like he's just very straight laced and. I think this is the most kind of dull and confusing so just, part. It is. I don't really understand. I but just, then he's the one who like after the dance off thing, he's they're like everyone's like they're bored. He's like, I've got an idea. Let's do a ritual. And so takes everyone downstairs to because he found the Satan book. Like, let's. But you're like, that guy would not say that. Like, that's he's just so straight laced. And, you know, like, like you don't see anything creepy about him. Yeah, I guess you just like. If you if you if your lead gives you nothing and you're trying to like I want to see him descend into madness, but if you start out with nothing and you end with hmm, like it's yeah. there's nothing there. <laughs> it you reminds know? me of that Dorothy Parker like all the emotions from A to B, yes. you know, kind of thing. Where exactly. you're just like, I don't mean to be mean, but like what? Yeah. You know, you had Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, you had him in the audition room and you said no. I don't know, but for characters in the movie horror movie survival guide tip: satanic rituals are not acceptable party games. They're not fun. And and also most of the time it's like I feel like if Jonathan's the one who's going to be doing it you you wouldn't be like I feel like if like crazy guy was like satanic ritual you'd be like okay at least it'll be wacky yeah but like super boring Jonathan you're like uh no, no. like that's going to be the you know I don't know everyone's like immediately like switch the music off stop all the dancing let's go downstairs into the cellar see to- but it's different because we we had last week we had in the gate where you're talking about like light as a feather stiff as a board which is right. like fun occult party game yeah but then you get into the, like the hardcore satanic I'm reading. <laughs> from like the book of the dead not so fun no and also and, like everybody else be quiet right like no giggling no laughing stop drinking this put that serious. cigarette down yes we're doing serious satan stuff and that's the thing too where you know the guy the actor who's playing jonathan is super into the ritual like once he starts reading the book like that's suddenly where his character is and he's just reading it much like the guy read it at the very beginning mm-hmm. of the movie and it's kind of that he's just into it instantly but I don't know why. I think like, it's supposed to be into- like a genetic thing. Like this is what he was born into. Okay. This is what he was born for. Okay. And also like the house has powers and stuff. So it's like making him And do his it? dad has powers because he keeps... Uh, so this is a horror movie sort of like a tip as well. Mm-hmm. If you keep finding yourself standing in front of a grave, but you can't remember how you got there, mm-hmm. that's a bad sign. That is a bad sign. Yeah. And if it happens repeatedly... Yeah. Mm-mm. That's your grave? What? To someone else's grave. Yeah. If you just keep like blanking out and then when you come to, you're standing in front of a grave, yeah. that's not a good... It's a warning sign. It's a I warning think. sign. I'm going to remember that. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> no, you're welcome, Terry. Um, <laughs> See, we're helping you survive. Yeah. That's I what the show is for. I would not have ever thought about One that. One lesson at a time. <laughs> um, but when he does the ritual, uh, the ghoulies do materialize. Okay. And so we see them and they're all kind of, you know, it's they're small and they're like little kind of cliche demon creatures they're all different like yeah, each they, one has a different look i i will give props to mm-hmm. the people who created the ghoulies they look pretty fake mm-hmm. but they also look very unique right and each one has a very distinctive face and you're yes. like okay here's here's the weird cat one yeah. and here's the green one and, and there's a sort of like a mole one that kind of looks like alf and like oh. a kind of mole face 10 points if you can tell me alf's real name <laughs> no no wait like what alf stands for no what oh. his real name is it's not Alf? <laughs> no. Oh. no. That's Alien Life Form. Yeah. What's his real name, Terry? I don't know, but you I know, know he's from Melmac, but I just remember Alien Life Form. That's his nickname, but that's not his real name. No, it's I not, must know. Tell me. It's Gordon Shumway. Oh, it that's is right. Not Gordon, Gordon Shumway. Shumway. It is Gordon Shumway. You are making that up. I'm not. No, that is real. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I forgot about that. <laughs> Why are they calling him Alf? Gordon Shumway is because a much su- far superior name. I'm calling him Gordon versus like Alf is like 
I mean, anyway, I it's guess. not the name of the show. Alien it's true. Gordon Shumway is probably not a great name for a television no. show. <laughs> or the greatest name for a television show. I'm glad I got that reaction. Guys, wow. We're starting a band. It's okay. Gordon Shumway. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Um, so, so, so Jonathan starts to like lose it. Yes. Because like even after they – because everyone else is like, well, that didn't really work anyway because they don't see the ghoulies. Right. So they just kind of meander back upstairs. And he has that funny line where he's like – you may roam about the grounds. Like he suddenly adopts the sort of like, I am the master of all I survey kind of thing. And, uh, and, but yeah, he keeps going back to doing rituals by himself in right. the basement for funsies. So he, he realizes that he has summoned the ghoulies and yeah. is like into being the master of the ghoulies. Yeah. Um, here's the question I have. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to be in control of a bunch of little monsters? Like what does that do for you? Like I understand power. I I, com- I command these things. What would Freud things, say? But like, um, what, literally, what are you making them do? Why? Yeah. Like you're not. Are you making them kill people? Are you making them do your laundry? Yeah. I mean that. I, I don't understand. like doing dishes. No, so maybe... they can make my bed all they yeah. want. You <laughs> yeah. know. But like yeah. I don't understand. But like, it does seem to be like it's obviously meant for a nefarious purpose. But the nefarious purpose is yet undefined and is so, never defined. Correct. So yeah. So it's like I have them. <laughs> Roam about the grounds. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, literally. I mean, that's the thing. Is like you know the ineffectual nature of that line yeah. is just kind of the whole movie. Yeah. You know, where it's like I have created this thing. So you guys can hang out. Uh, there's beer in the fridge. I don't uh, really uh, think this through. Yeah, I've got a couple beds in the left parlor. I mean, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just, it's, yeah, it, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But, uh, you know, I think we're meant to kind of, it's sort of, sort of meant to be the sort of descending into madness. Right. Because he keeps trying to, to do stuff by himself. And Becky catches him and is like, Comes what home. are you doing? Yeah, he's wearing a cape. <laughs> He's got a chalice and yeah. a trident. What would you do, Julie, if you came home and your boyfriend had a chalice and a trident I'd be, I'd with be, a book of Satan in the cellar? I gotta say. Deal breaker? No. Just ask questions? I'd be kind of excited by that because I was like, oh, okay, I don't know what's going on here, but it looks interesting. But, would you just watch him or would yeah. you like be like, whoa, whoa, whoa? No, no. I okay. think I'd be, I mean, I'm a weirdo, so I'd be okay with it. But then it's when he well, starts. Well, I'm asking you because we all know what I would do. Well, but well like, this is yeah. what I'm This is where my line is drawn. Okay. That's fine. Okay. You can dress up all you like and like satanic ritual is not a problem. Okay. But when you start like chanting satanic rituals to things while we're having sex, yeah. that's where oh, I draw yeah, the yeah, line. Yeah, that would be a problem. Yeah. No, that's it not sexy. Be. That's like mm-hmm. Rosemary's baby situation. Yeah, that's totally. not. That's uncomfortable. No, that yeah. is no good. Yeah. And then, and then they like pan down and we know that there's a ghoulie under the bed. Yeah. That's not yeah. sexy. Who's also like watching. I think uh, several of the ghoulies are like watching yeah, them. Yeah, well, of course. Because he, he promises not to do it. She's like, oh, okay. And then they go upstairs to like do it. And then, yeah, like in the middle of it, he starts chanting the stuff. And she's like, you are kidding me right now yeah. with this, you know? Um, but I guess it's also. But I guess also, can I just bring yeah. up, uh, we have uh, a couple of weeks back, we did Altered States mm-hmm. in which uh, William Hurt's character did a bunch of like religious God imagery mm-hmm. during sex. Yeah. So this is like the opposite. But equally, like, no. No, I mean, you, no way yeah. on either end. So we yeah. vote no for religious imagery, no matter what the religion. Um, yes, yeah. we are equal. Yep. Yeah. Satanic or Christian, either one. Yeah. No, not, right. We just, you know, it's keep, just, yeah. keep your eyes on the prize. Keep your eyes on the prize, I think. You know, you that's know? the thing. It's like, what are you thinking right now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it wouldn't go amiss, you know. Um, but so, he also does the thing where he summons not only the ghoulies, but he summons those little oh, people goodness. as well. Okay. Also... The function of these two, can you can to you... break my fucking heart is Be- because really? these actors, these poor actors, they were given a script in which they're like, oh, by the way, your character is named Grizzle, 
and your character's named Greedy Gut. And yeah. they're going to have that on their resume for the rest of their fucking lives. <laughs> yeah. And these poor actors, they're better than this. They are definitely better than this. And yeah. like, it's embarrassing to me yeah. to say like, okay, you come in and now you're greedy gut. And it's also kind of that thing where it's like, you know, they're, uh, they're little people. And so it's like, they, you know, have these ridiculous names. They have them in these costumes and like, they kind of just, they, you know, talk in these high pitched voices but like, and they it's have her voice, but he's dubbed or something weird. Something like, is weird going on with the voices. Yeah. But then they just kind of fight each other and run into each other and like, they're not very like i think it's meant to be comic relief yeah really i think so i don't I what just, else do they do i don't know they don't do anything and it's i can't like he has tell... them and he's like uh, uh, uh. they don't really do anything for just him the fridge and they you don't can, like they're know, never it's... on anybody's side really. yeah so i think the question that you have to ask yourself if and when you decide to summon any sort of being mm -hmm. demon and or whatever these other two people are supposed to be they're right. not demons i don't know what they are mm -hmm. What are you going to do with them? Yeah. Like you got to like think your plan through. And I think that's also because, you know, we talked about in the previous couple podcasts about other kind of mini monsters is what their purpose is, what their aim was is pretty clear, you mm -hmm. know, like not only and it's I don't think it's necessarily about what brings them into the world. But now that they're here, what's the plan right. and how is death part of that plan? And I think the problem, I mean, several problems with the ghoulies, but <laughs> a big one is that they're summoned and, you know, these two people are summoned as well. But like for nothing, like they have to take their cues from Jonathan, who isn't really cueing them. Mm -hmm. So they're basically around and they're just like hanging out and, you know, laughing insanely in a corner and watching people kind of not have sex. And, you know, and, and like ghoulies are like in toilets. Do you know they're going I, into like the soup terrain. Like, yeah, you gotta like ring, like wrangle those things. You know? Yeah. So it's just kind of like they're it's, it's like you have termites, you know, it's just like they're like I said, they're sort of inconvenient. And it's more than like. They're the little creature and this creature is the big bad and they're going to wreak hell and they're right. going to kill you guys all because X. Right. And there's no X in this movie. So it's a lot of hanging out. Yes. You know, it's a lot of hanging out with puppets. And, and they don't really seem to have any specific powers. They don't yeah. really seem to have any specific aim. Mm -hmm. um, but I do recall when we, uh, before we watched this, how you said that as a kid, you remembered clearly yeah. that the ghoulie comes out of the toilet and bites him on the butt. Which I figured later is in Ghoulies 2. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, because it doesn't happen in this. It movie. It doesn't. Yeah, but apparently it happened in the sequel. So I'm like, oh, I think I because a bunch of angry fans were like, hey man, you showed a ghoul in the toilet, and bite they... someone's butt. Yeah, and they're just like, sequel box checked. Yeah. Um, so you know, yeah, did you did you know that one of the sequels is Ghoulies Go to College? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Are you gonna be okay? Give her a minute. Because <laughs> they are coming out of the toilet with like the like the caps. No, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. Oh, no, they're not. No, it's true. Terry, no. look it up. It's totally true. No, I couldn't make this shit up. I'm not that creative, uh, man. Wow. I mean, <laughs> just, wow. So I mean, but again, like, what would the point be? They're just like, we just want to deal with economic pay disparity and so we're going to call i mean you know what i mean it's just like it has no yep ghoulies well, do go to college you guys i i told you oh wow and that this poster looks like it was made for two dollars yeah <laughs> well like... see this is this is the, this is the problem with this film is wow. that you know charles band and like the whole full moon, full moon thing is like they're into it's like a William Castle kind of thing where you're sure. like, you're into like, okay, here's the idea. Here's the poster. Mm -hmm. The movie doesn't really matter. Like the movie's kind of like. Yeah, but I feel like at least William Castle sort of like, you know, ghosts that drip blood. Good stuff. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Okay. You know? I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to take William Castle's name through the mud here. No, no, no. He doesn't yeah. deserve to be in the same sentence as Charles Band. No <laughs> offense, Charles Band, because yeah. I myself 
I'm in a full moon feature. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, Delta, yeah. Delta, die. That's true. Yeah. If you want to see a movie about cannibalistic sorority girls. But plot, extremely clear. Like, yeah. I understand, you know, I think that, again, that kind of goes back to it. I mean, we're sort of harpied on this quite a bit, but I do think it that that's... It deserves the harping, let's yeah. be fair. But I also think that the kind of the essential thing to make these sort of like mini monsters work in this kind of genre is it doesn't need to be overly explained and it doesn't need to be, you know, complicated or, or anything or because it could just be as simple as like critters are jerks. Yeah. They're, they're like space jerks. Sure. And the ghoulies, they just don't have a deal. Like there's no deal. Like and they're they just can... like summon monsters and they hang out for the next 90 minutes. But and... there's a ghoulie that can play the piano. So there's that. We needed that. Did the world of cinema need that? Uh, uh... Well, apparently someone you, thought they but did. But if you if you put but if you, you're doing it, you're doing ghoulies playing the piano because they have no purpose. That's right. why you're screwing around with stuff like that. You yes. know what I mean? It's like, well, what else can they do? That's a piano. Can you can you make the puppet play the piano? You betcha. You know, because they don't have anything to do. I wish I wish we spent more time with uh with Mike and Eddie, the the the, yeah. the, the goofball guys mm-hmm. who Marion and I secretly decided that when they were a couple, totally, they're totally it, a couple. I hope that they are because yeah. it makes me like this movie so much better yeah. if they're a couple because mm-hmm. they're really adorable. They are really cute. Yeah, yeah. Because and uh, so basically yeah like like lisa uh, sorry becky um return like she's gonna you know leave but then he makes his crazy green eyes and so she's sort of mind controlled mm-hmm. to come back um and then they have that crazy dinner with sunglasses scene yep. which i read later was meant to be like a 3d sequence that just didn't happen right mm-hmm. like that's why they're putting on they're all wearing sunglasses because they all sit around to like a fancy dinner party and everyone's all dressed up and they're all wearing he's like okay now put on your sunglasses and everyone's like okay and they all have like a super groovy like 80s pair of sunglasses to put on and then they do and like the ghoulies are in their food mm-hmm. but you can't tell if they can see that the ghoulies are in their food and so it's again i just think these things shouldn't be that complicated like right. you shouldn't be that perplexed and I don't feel need... like your main creature is that ineffectual yeah i don't need to be this confused at ghoulies yeah and they're all and they're all transferred to the basement and suddenly they're all wearing white robes and he's trying to do like all these crazy spells and you know this actor who plays Jonathan like really is going for it and he's just whipping himself up into this insane screaming but, but, frothing at the mouth you know and at a level three yeah I mean you know yeah <laughs> um and he raises his dad from the grave that grave that we talked about earlier his his dad gross dad who's whose the makeup worshiper. is all over the map yeah it really is sometimes uh, he's like a zombie and sometimes he's not and sometimes yeah sometimes he just looks a little sickly and mm-hmm. then other times he's disgusting and yeah um and then he comes back and it's, yeah it's just it's just kind of confusing and then suddenly they're all back at the dinner table and you're like what what was all that and i yeah i mean it was like a whole like 10 minute sequence that we just were like i, I don't know i got i got nothing i got and also but at like, that point too i don't know what jonathan's trying to achieve like what is his deal like he well, wants to create a new band of satan worshipers well because they have like, they have to have like a certain a specific amount of sacrifices right like he has to have that's why he has like the party for like his friends mm-hmm. and they have to like kill all these people but why didn't he just kill them all in the basement i don't know because then they all go back to the dinner table right and then he's like you guys can and like uh becky's kind of possessed and then he's like okay you guys can all like disperse and have fun and hang out and so they all go their separate ways like nothing happened they have no memory of it and they're just kind of wandering around and you go back to jonathan in the basement you're like what is the point of all that? I don't understand. And that's when the ghoulies finally start getting down to business and they actually start killing some people and like attacking some people. And so Mariska and uh, Toad, Toad Boy, Boy are like out by this fountain and he's trying to get on her. And then all of a sudden like ghoulies attack his face and then they attack her face and they're just face attacking and they're, they're screaming in the background. And then basically they start kind of like picking off people one by one. And 
the guy, I think the character's name is Dick, who's sort of like that weird kind of fake Danny Zuko guy. Like there's that weird sequence where it's like a woman, like a hot woman mm, yeah. comes into his room and he's like strangled by her tongue. Yeah. But like then and then later, like these other guys, they see like. But it's actually Michael DeBar who is the hot woman, right? Right. So like Michael DeBar wants to make out with him before he kills him, which I is okay, okay if you do. But, yeah. you know, and there's the other sequence where like the ghoulies have all like stacked on top of each other and have put a coat on so then another guy comes to the room and there he's like hey fred what's going on and then they turn around and it's like nine ghoulies all stacked on top of each other wearing a coat because why because what like i don't it's, and then they also vi- they all attack his face as well and they and they kill everyone by like eating their faces like right. that's the thing where they just like go for your critters were more like we'll grow we'll bite anything and ghoulies like go for your face mm-hmm. like that's their that's their kind of deal um and so Yeah, they kind of like all end up down in the basement, kind of back all in the robes that they were during the dinner party. And you're like, why were we not here 20 minutes ago? I'm so. But guess who's coming to the rescue in the the form of Good Wizard? (sighs) Yeah. And I'm like, where have you been this whole movie, Jack Nance? It's hanging out in his little workman's shed. I know. But now he's got his robes on. He's time time to do some battle. Yeah. So let me (laughs) stand choking Michael DeBar and we'll have lightning go out of each other's eyes. For fucking ever. Um, there's like moments sometimes in these movies where you just feel really bad for the actors because the, because the, they're waiting for Tibor to call. No, is it Tibor? No, no, no. no that, that was the last yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Luca. Um, they're waiting for Luca. Yeah. To call cut. Yeah. Uh huh. They're like, we're we're still choking. We're yeah. cho- we're, we're, okay. So they're basically they each have their um they each have their hands on each other's throat and they're sort of like throttling each other minimally. Minimally. And they have this. They have put in post this like lightning going from his eyes to his eyes and his eyes to his eyes. But it's just two actors like faux throttling each other forever at this altar, and that's their wizard battle. And things are like blowing around them and being all crazy. But it's just two guys like fake choking each other, and you're just like, oh, 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 sweetie, oh Jesus, that's like, all you get. Oh, wow. Like, that's the wizard battle. Not even like the thing where you have stuff come out of your hand. Like, no. that's really fun, you know? But no, this movie's like, no, just just keep choking him. Just keep keep going. Keep going. Now you choke him. No, I mean, it's just like, what? <laughs> like, no, stop. Everyone stop. Um, and so, yeah, basically, it does lead to Jack Nance throwing a, a trident in his back. Yeah. Which, of, which is probably the coolest thing that happens in this movie. And mm-hmm. you're like, all right, trident in the back. That's cool. Um, and the whole room falls apart and he kind of disappears. And so it seems like they've won. But then all of, all of a sudden, because everyone's had their faces eaten, right? right? And we were like, wow, okay, so I guess it's going to be final couple. Like, I guess it'll just be Jonathan and Becky making a run for it. So they make a run for it out of the house. And it's kind of like daytime-ish, like dawn. And all of a sudden, everyone else gets up and runs out of the house and they're fine. Mm-hmm. Like Mariska, Toad Boy, Guy, we you know two guys who we wish were a couple. Like everyone's good. They're mm-hmm. all alive. They're all fine, and they all just like you know leave you know run run into like a couple of cars and drive like hell out of there. And there's a couple of you know ghoulies on the fender laughing. Movie, yeah. And we were like, what? Why are they alive? Like, wh- what? I really wish that you guys had been in the room the second after this movie ended because Marion and I just looked at each other and we were like, oh no, like. So terrible. And we don't want to see this the thing. It's, it's like, like a bit when we do the big size, like credits and we go, oh, yeah, because we, yeah. we, we don't we don't want to recommend ghoulies per se. The thing the thing is, you have to remember about this podcast is that we're working from a notebook that contains the films from a random video store True. in Irvine, California. Mm-hmm. And whatever they had on their shelf is what we have in our notebook. Yeah. So we have a lot of like 
not great horror films to yeah. get through and this is this is one of them yeah so yeah, I, I wish and it feels weird because I feel like most of the time like we're so effusive yes. and like just excited about this and that and that was cool and, da, da, da. and I remember when we finished this and we were like well I mean this is one of the mini monster ones we got to do it but I was like I don't know what to say like mm-hmm. I don't know it feels so weird you know I mean yay Pete but like Trident and back yay but I I do feel like this is a good example of how not to do a mini monster and yet mm-hmm. it made 34 million dollars because of the toilet like that's the only reason you know is that so that's the key to success right you just put a toilet on the cover art of your movie and you're you're golden lesson learned you know i guess, I guess we can all learn a lesson from charles <laughs> band horror movie survival guide toilets on the posters do gangbusters and suspenders please yeah. give us suspenders. make sure well. they have suspenders p.s they want the actual movie mm-hmm. um but say la vie. Gore factor. One, not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Two, a puddle of blood. Three, enough blood to gross out the average viewer. Four, bathtub of blood. And five is run for the barf bag. And we both gave this a one, not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. It's just a couple of faces that get eaten. And but not, it's not even like pts, 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 out of yeah. the face. It's just like. They obviously spent their budget on the ghoulie effects. So mu- there wasn't a lot of like gore effects left yeah. over. Mm-hmm. And the Which, wizard fight is it's not strong. Yeah. I would say it's the most uninspired wizard battle <laughs> in cinema history. Yeah, I would I would say you're probably true with that. I mean, it ain't you know, like Lord of the Rings, like Gandalf and Saruman, like flying across the room at oh, each other. Oh, God, no. Yeah, no, not at all. No. At all. Just choking each other. <laughs> yeah. You could do that when you are not a wizard. I know, you're wizards, for God's sakes. You know, like, what <laughs> are we? do more than choke each other. I know. Okay, so movie ratings, we have one budget. to five chainsaws. <laughs> yeah, budget. Uh, one, if you're desperate. Two, barely qualifies as a horror film. Three, seen worse, seen better. Four, not too shabby. And five, fantastical. Marion and I both gave Ghoulies a one. If you're, de- if you're, <laughs> if you're des- desperate. It's our first one of this podcast. It's our first one. Yeah. A one. Yeah. Double ones. This if is triple ones. Desperate. Mm-hmm. Triple ones. Triple I know. Ones. It's, yeah, it's the opposite of the triple fives. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely if you're desperate. And, you know, I think in this kind of subgenre of horror films, there are movies that do this mini monster thing a lot better. So my advice is do not get fooled by the toilet and the cute suspenders on the poster. Go rent Gremlins. Correct. Because it's kind of a waste of time. Yeah. So, but the movie we'll be talking about next week. Not a waste of time. Not a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, as you know, you can find us on all of our online things. So, please find us there. Talk to us about Ghoulies. Let us know. If we're missing something, guys, you let us know. Because... Maybe this is like a cinematic masterpiece and it's like way over our heads. I know. It's like, They're like, you're looking at it all wrong, ladies. Maybe. All right. But, uh, honestly, if it was Jeffrey Combs, I would I feel know. so differently no. about this film. So, next week, mm-hmm. uh, we are excited to talk about uh, 1990s arachnophobia. Yeah. So, this is like a different kind of mini monster. Yes, uh, we had our little like creatures and now we have like made up monsters. But this is a real monster. A real monster and a real phobia that a lot of people have. Me do. Me do. Me do. Me, me do. do. Uh, it's me so do. scary you can't talk. Um, spiders are scary. You were just thinking about spiders just then. Me um, do. Me do. <laughs> Stop saying that, Julia. Um, I'll kill the spider. Jesus. Um, so yes, so join us next week uh, for arachnophobia. <laughs> me do. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> Survive.